Welcome to Victorious Living. And so if we don't read the Word, we don't, we don't, I'm not saying study, we don't read the Word so that the Word begins to lodge, take root in our mind. Some thoughts from the adversary or just thoughts in general will lodge there and drive out the thoughts that we should be planting in our mind. And so uh, thoughts then becomes the product of mental activity. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares part two of giving thanks to God as a way into His presence. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares giving thanks unto God as a way into his presence. And so what a person continually thinks on soon becomes a part of their belief system. Let me say it again. A person, a person's, uh, what a person continually, continually thinks on becomes a part of their belief system. So it's simply like this. If we are thinking sickness and disease and we leave that thought in there and we just think it and think it and think it, and you know, whatever, it eventually becomes a part of our life. What you think on the most, what has lodged in your thinking becomes, if it's not correct, should not be there, unless it's pulled out of there, we will eventually display that in our words, thoughts, words, and in our actions. So there again, it goes back to what the word teaches us to do to, is to renew our mind. And so, you know, you can renew your mind to, to certain subject matter or to certain writings or readings or whatever you might be doing. So a Christian's thought patterns can be affected for righteousness or it can be affected for unrighteousness. And so a lot of times you, when you hear people make statements like, and I don't know that anyone here has made it, but there are people who have made it, saying, well, God must not know what I need. That is an unrighteous thought. And... Uh, well, I guess God doesn't love me. That's one of the things sometimes you encounter where people are concerned. You know, Pastor, just, I just feel like God doesn't love me. That is an unrighteous thought that's come out your mouth. Because the Bible says God so loved the world. And so we see then that what the thoughts that lodge uh, in our mind and we, we then meditate on that thought, then it's going to present itself somewhere where our life is concerned. So that's why that we should always have the word of God in the upper thoughts of our mind and think on them and think on it and think on it until it lodges. And then if it lodges and you quit reading it, Somewhere it'll dislodge Amen. along the way because the devil is real and he's active and he works against the mind. He comes against our mind 
He battles our wars against our mind. Why? To get those righteous thoughts out of your mind and, and, uh, and uh, uh, displace them with his thoughts. So here's the point. If I don't spend time, some time, in reading the thoughts of God, if I don't do that, guess what? Satan is gaining an advantage over my mind. And once he uh, gains the advantage over my mind, my faith removes itself. It's driven out because I'm not thinking correctly. So we must let the thoughts of God permeate and lodge in our mind so that we meditate on what we have read or what has been lodged in our mind. So that's why, you know, it's a good thing that when you, if you don't feel it, say, I am the righteousness of God. I'm not trying to be, I'm not going to be. When I get to heaven, the moment I accepted Christ as my Savior, he became my righteousness. And so we lodge our, or we put all of these thoughts into our, our mind. Now, you know, if you are, say there's some activity that you enjoy in your life, nothing wrong necessarily with it, but you enjoy that. If you meditate on that, what place then does the word have in your mind if you don't read the Bible or if you don't meditate the Bible? So there are so many ways that Satan comes as an angel of light. He disguises himself as an angel of light and he is very deceptive. He is deceptive, that's his nature. Uh, besides being death and all the terminology that we could place is that he is, he's very sly. He wants you to think what he's trying to get you to think. And so if we don't read the word, if we don't, we don't, I'm not saying study, if we don't read the word so that the word begins to lodge, take root in our mind. Some thoughts from the adversary are just thoughts in general. We'll lodge there and drive out the thoughts that we should be planting in our mind. And so, uh, Thoughts then becomes the product of mental activity. And uh, so, you know, God's not asking you or me, well, if, you pre if you're going to preach or speak, he's not asking us to, uh, you know, prepare a thesis. That's not what he's asking of us. He's asking of us to read what he said and to listen inwardly to what he's saying so that I can lodge that in my thinking because if I'm thinking wrong my faith whatever I believe that there the 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 faith that I have will not operate in wrong thinking with wrong thinking amen and so we see then that uh, the psalmist, I read this last week, or let me say this before I do that, a person's personality, everybody in here has a personality. 
There's a song I wish I could remember and sing it for you, Personality. Oh, well, I see you didn't, you've never heard that song. But a person's personality is the sum total of their mental, emotional, and social characteristics. Let me say it again. A person's personality. Do you ever see somebody that is, has a wonderful personality? There's a reason that they have that. Did you ever see someone that had a, a terrible personality? There's a reason that they have that. And it all goes back to what they think on and how they see themselves and how they perceive that God wants them to see. And so a personality, you got personality. Well, that's true for everybody. You got personality, but you know, uh, what kind you got, you know, you got it. And so a Christian's thought patterns can be affected for righteousness or for unrighteousness. And so we don't want to go through all those things that we've heard through the years of people, you know, begging and pleading and all that kind of thing. So a Christian's thought patterns can be affected for righteousness or unrighteousness, depending on which one you are lodging in your mind. I am the righteousness of God, as opposed to I do not feel like I'm righteous. And so all of these things, many, many more, uh, can, uh, can permeate and lodge themselves in our mind. So that's what makes your mind important to God. And that's why that he said that we are to pull down principalities and powers. So you hear people say this, bless their hearts. What did Brother, I ain't going to say what Brother Hagin you say. You know, they, they will, they, they say they believe that, but they don't say that. Amen. Or if it's being preached, they don't listen to that. And so all of that is feeding into your mind. There's people in the room today, I don't know who, but there are people in the room today perhaps are feeding more on other than what they're hearing. Amen. Or they may be feeding on thoughts that doesn't pertain to being at church. See, you have to control it. So he, so Paul in his writing said, casting down imaginations, that's pictures. Imaginations is pictures. Casting down imaginations and everything, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Well, where does that take place? That takes place in the mind. Amen. So our mind is vital to our relationship with God. And so, you know, because we understand that we are a spirit, we have a, we have a soul, or we have a, a, a mind, uh, then uh, we're three, and we are created in three dimensions. Our mind is at the spearhead of those things. And so we see then, let me say it again, a Christian's thought patterns can be affected for righteousness or unrighteousness, for good or not so good. How you doing today? Well, I'm not doing so good. That's what they're thinking. Or you say, well, how are you doing? Well, I'm just barely getting along. That comes out of your mind. That's a thought that comes out of your mind. 
So maybe in the natural, it seems that way or appears to be that way. That's not the way God sees it. So I want to lodge in my mind the way God sees me. As opposed to saying, I believe God and never talk about or ever say what he says about me. And so we see then that a... uh, Uh, Paul, he addressed this in the Philippian letter. We all know that. We've heard heard it, but I'm going to read it to you. He addressed this in the Philippian letter, the letter to the Philippian church. This is what he said in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. Be careful. Don't be anxious. Don't be worried. Don't be fretted. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Now, here is a byproduct of that statement, verse 7. When I do that, the peace of God... It's our hope that today's message, giving thanks unto God as a way into His presence, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 24. Today's special offer is 24. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living. Hello, I'm Pastor Charles Cowan, Faith is the Victory Church. We're inviting you to our annual camp meeting. We have Jesse DePlantis, Isaac Petrie, Aaron Petrie, a lot of good worship, a, a lot of singing, and we're just going to have a great time in the Lord, and we're inviting you to come and be here with us and enjoy this great camp meeting together.